So uh, first, I'd like to just thank you for joining us here on the Film Coterie. I got with me today Mark Myers, the director of My Friend Dahmer and co-writer. Or, thanks. Thanks for having me. Actually, the writer of the screenplay um, okay. based on the book by Durf. Right. So, yeah. And uh, for those that don't know, there was a book called My Friend Dahmer written by Durf Backdurf, and he was literally friends with Dahmer in high school and then wrote a graphic novel about his experiences. And this right. has now and been turned into your movie. It is. And, and it's about to hit 50 cinemas on tomorrow, on Friday. I saw the list. It's an impressive rollout. I'm... Yeah, um, it's exciting. I mean, it's 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 not just going to the the like the short list of the five big cities after New York and L.A., but it's going to a whole range of towns all at the same time. So hopefully, you know, people come out from wherever they are. Yes. <laughs> but most important, they come out in Columbus, Ohio, right? Yes, that's what we're promoting this weekend. Right. How did you get involved in the project? Well, I had, you know, I've been looking at graphic novels as I thought it'd be a, a great sort of like space for, to find some source material. And then simultaneous to that, I, I just separately, my producing partner and I, we had this idea that portrait of a serial killer um, as a young boy would be an interesting concept for a film. We just thought, thought that, that that was sort of an, could be an interesting independent film. And then we happen to find this book that's almost the merge of those two things. So it was a graphic novel that's a portrait of a serial killer as a young boy and happened to be a nonfiction book written by a guy who actually grew up with Jeffrey Dahmer. So I immediately reached out to the author and pleaded my case how I was the guy to turn it into a film. And that was about five years ago. And so ever since we've been working on um, on this journey. And so it's been playing at film festivals since uh, April and now just opened in in theaters last weekend and it's going to excite all the ohioans here you guys shot in ohio for this movie yeah yeah we shot right in cleveland and akron and i actually shot at jeffrey dahmer's real childhood home that fact blew me away at fantastic fest i had no idea until you said that in the q a that you guys actually filmed in and around the home yeah it, it, you know in some odd way i gotta say it was great um <laughs> it's where he's from <laughs> you know that's the house he lived in i i can't make it up Right. And and it was it was it was great for the actors and the crew and obviously for the movie to just have that that detail as part of the experience of the film. And you even rebuilt the shed out back, right, in the exact spot or close to it. Yeah, we we erected um, a new shed right where Jeff had had the original one, where he used to keep jars of roadkill um, in in jars full of acid. Um, that's that's what his that was, rather than having a baseball collection, that's what he did with his time. Nice. It's a, yeah. yeah. So let's talk about too uh, Ross Lynch. I I think he was perfect in this role. Uh, how did you go about finding him for it? Well, it was sort of through the the regular traditional channels of doing auditions in New York and Los Angeles, and I had to I met with a, well over you know, 75, close to 100 young actors who could potentially be part of the Dahmer fan club, which is the name of that these kids happen to give themselves as friends. They actually named their group the Dahmer fan club. So some of them I knew wouldn't, you know, couldn't look like the real Jeff Dahmer. However, I met with a few that could, 
And when I met with Ross, I immediately locked into him. I just thought I found him to be a really talented guy. He'd been on these Disney shows that I had never watched, which I started to watch. And I thought, oh, this I think he could really pull it off. He's also, a, you know, a dancer and a performer, like a singer. And he has a band called R5. So I knew from his dancing that he would get the gait and the posture. And so he just really brought so much to the role from head to toe. Yeah, that. You're right, the gait and the posture. He carries himself in a way that it made me think back to the footage I'd seen of Dahmer in the courtroom. Right, I mean, I think he even like looked at that a little bit to find the posture. So by the time we got to set, before every take, he would just sort of like roll his shoulders and fall right into that that look, that, that posture that isn't his but is Jeff's. And that really helped him sort of that and the costume just sort of helped him sort of finish off the character. And he looks the part. I've seen this image that combines the two of them, and they, I mean, it looks really close. Yeah, it's haunting. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I never did that, and then I saw that emerge on, on the internet, and I was like, oh, wow, that's, <laughs> I knew we were close, but I didn't realize I was, I was like, that close. And then uh, Anne Heche plays his mother, who has some of her own issues. Yeah, as many moms do. She, yeah, so she brings crazy mommy to the screen. Um, you know, the real Dahmers were lovely people, and I just always believed in the in the interpretation for the movie that it was the marriage that was really the thing that was wrong. And so that's what sort of comes through in the movie, too, is that the, the parents may be, uh, their marriage may be dissolving around Jeff, but they still just sort of love and care about their kids. And Anne is just, you know, at the at the at the center of that, she's this crazy mommy. Right. And if I recall correctly, during the Q&A, you said she kind of had an interesting process with the house, didn't she? We're getting used well, to the, well, the location of that house and just kind of living in it. Or... Yeah. Like, you know, once she arrived, we were already three weeks into filming by that point. And so the rhythm of the crew just was already there. It's just she arrived in her wardrobe in her, you know, in her costume. And I showed her the, like the real locations, including the real master bedroom for the, the, the woman she was playing. And then she just sort of like hung out in that bed for a couple hours and just laid there and waited for her scene to happen. And she just was sort of taken in the house and the vibe. That's cool. Yeah. It, it, you know, it wasn't really creepy, um, but it was creepy once in a while for some of the crew, but it really was kind of a cool place to work because you felt like you were, you know, you're making a movie about some people that really existed. Um, and here they were, this is the real house where they're from. And for people, you know, for any of us, for you, me, I feel like our childhood home has certain meaning in who we are. Yeah. So it felt like it was the right thing to do. No, that's kind of a local landmark. Do, do you know if people do anything weird with the house? Like, you know, the Breaking Bad house, everyone throws a pizza on the roof and they have constant problems with just sightseers. Are there any issues like that with the Dahmer home? I think there's people that drive by and just sort of slow down to take a peek. Oh. But, you know, all you can really see from the road is the driveway and sort of the house is sort of hidden in the trees. So people are just sort of curious. And once in a while, I think the owner told me that there might be someone that pulls in. But it's also like on a sl it's on a slope. So they could be just pulling in, trying to just turn around and, you know, like to just turn around like any other driveway and keep going. So you guys took home, I believe, the fantastic feature, best picture from Fantastic Fest. We did. And we did do that. That is such an honor, not only just being Fantastic Fest, but this was their strongest year of programming ever. 
And you think so? Because it was my first Fantastic Fest, so that's nice to know. Yeah, it was an incredibly strong year. And your movie was one I walked out and immediately started texting some people that I know that they're going to love it. was all excited. They're they're seeing it this weekend at Gateway. But Awesome. I know you got a lot of love there. How has it been at the other fests? The... Do you hear my like phone beeping in the background? Because I feel like uh, like my phone's is that no. on your recording and no, that it's or not. Just in my ear. Just in your oh, okay, ear. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Um, so what did you ask? I'm sorry. Uh, you're you had a good experience at Fantastic Fest. Everyone loved the movie there. How's it been at the other parts of the festival circuit? Oh, um, you know it's been it's been really great actually. I feel like the response there was pretty much the way our experience has been sharing the movie all over the country with honestly what's been really cool about sharing the movie is that it there's the sort of genre crowd the sort of fantastic fest fantasia and even at sieges that sort of audience but we also been sharing at some lgbt festivals like frameland frameline in san francisco and then just sort of straight regular festivals like tribeca los angeles and and then even bfi london and doville and and so I just feel like the response has been very similar in all these kinds of different, supposedly different kinds of audiences. They all have sort of enjoyed the film in the same ways. They get creeped out. They didn't, you know, there's some humor in it. And it's about a character we're all fascinated by. So Yeah, it's creepy and haunting, but I'm not ready to lump it in as a horror movie. You know, a lot of people might think Dahmer and instantly think you're going a different angle with this movie. And it's, it's an interesting portrayal of a conflicted character. Yeah, like I didn't intend or the it, it's not a horror. It's not right. a horror film. Horror films are sort of have jump scares and and that sort of like level of don't don't go in there. You right. know, you're going to get your head cut off. That kind of thing. <laughs> That's my invitation of a horror film. Um, but, you know, it's, I, I felt like I was making something that was more horrifying and broad daylight. I think it's just sort of horrifying to see this guy turn into a monster before our eyes. Yeah. Um, so what was it like working with Durf? I mean, when you were writing the script, was he involved or were you just kind of reaching out to him after you'd written it? Well, he was critical in, in, in sort of very um, specific moments. So mm-hmm. after I'd written a first draft, which is sort of like just digest the book through my own process, I went and stayed with him in Cleveland where he's based. And he took me down to Akron, Ohio, where uh, he grew up. And showed me around. He almost gave me a tour of the book. We drove on the roads that he drew in the book. We, he took me to the high school. He took me to some of the other houses. I met with like some of the other Dahmer fan club guys that were, you know, uh, illustrated in the book. Some of his childhood friends. And I also went to the Dahmer house. And so that whole like lay of the land helped me go back and do a rewrite with a lot more detail and specificity. And you know, from there, I kind of figured out how to make it a movie script. Um, and then I shared it with him and he, you know, he could separate his book from the script and understood how it was different in certain places. Right. And, and then he came by set uh, about a week into production and started to hang around. And it was cool for the crew and the cast to like meet the author and also, you know, the actor who's playing him for them to sort of finally connect. And he was also really critical in a couple, like a conversation or two that uh, Ross and I had with Durf about Jeff as a teenager that preceded going into filming. So that's kind of, he, he like Ross did something interesting. He, he asked Durf while we're having lunch, he's like, what was Jeff's eye contact like? And it was kind of the thing that Durf hadn't really even thought about that much, but just like the way in which he 
never really looked you straight in the eye, even though he was your friend, sort of says a lot about who you are. And that has a lot that carries through in the way that Ross inhabited the character. Yeah, and what about the the scenes where Dahmer kind of spazzes out to entertain the the Dahmer fan club? I mean, is that right. pretty close to what Durf was saying? What happened? I mean, was it or was yeah, that elevated the, for the movie? No, that's what happened. And then even some of the other guys I know that were also friends with Jeff at the time, they said that's exactly what it looked like. Well, wow. I mean, it was pretty, pretty pretty dead on um you know it's written as a spaz and it's in the script and it's, it's sort of basic and we we planned it out but you know it's even creepier when you see ross do it because yeah. he looks so much like jeff Dahmer. yeah especially the long mall scene that's the one that stands out in my memory right and you know durf was on set for that he was hanging out and there was one moment where i, I went up to him between takes and i was like does this seem like it, what it was like when you did it? And he's like, oh, yeah, totally. This is this. It, it was it was bringing it was like I was, it was bringing back a past experience. So I feel like it's pretty accurate in those details. You had a good story, too, at Fantastic Fest about when the fan club found out what Dahmer had done. They were all shocked. They'd never suspected him capable of doing anything like this. Yeah, I mean, they they just suspected it would have been someone else in high school when they yeah. learned oh someone that we graduated with has been caught in milwaukee um first guess was somebody else and that's that goes to the tone of the movie too it's not like you're walking around thinking this guy's the craziest this guy's going to be a serial killer you just think he's one of your friends and so that's how he sort of slips through the cracks it's like people don't even realize what's going on in his head and how he may be slipping away yeah and it's and it's almost like in hindsight, knowing the heinousness of his crimes, it gives to a real eerie feeling, I bet, when you watch the movie and you see this kid that's a little quirky, but, you know, there's still something there, but maybe not there. Right. I mean, that's the kind of the that was my approach to the film, honestly, is like, I know that everyone's going to know who he is. I don't need to, like, reeducate people on the horrible monster that he became. Right. And that that knowledge in your head is making the sort of everyday circumstances of being a teenager that much creepier because he's a little off, but he's not, you know, he has he hasn't murdered anyone. And so it's that weird dialogue that you have as an audience member with watching this these kids as teenagers that that make it what it is. Yeah. And, and all of us, to an extent went to high school with somebody who was a little quirky, a little bit off. So maybe, you know, uh, what might resonate with the film is that everybody can relate to Jeffrey Dahmer because we all knew somebody that was a little quirky and a little off like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, one of the seeds of the idea was I thought about my high school and how there was a kid that lived down the street from me and we lived near a pond that was adjacent to his his home and supposedly after school he'd get off the bus and i heard that he occasionally might go in the backyard with a baseball bat and try to get the snapping turtles that might be nesting on the edge of the pond on his property try to crack their skull or something and it was we, you know you make a remark it was like oh that kid's gonna be a serial killer right. and it's just <laughs> yeah. you know it's like every, everyone's got like there's always some weirdos or some troubled kids in your high school and sometimes that's not really the guy that's needs the most help and and that's that's part of what i thought was interesting about the story 
Well, we love your film. We're going to recommend it. It's at the Gateway this weekend, so we're telling everyone to go check it out. And Awesome. Yeah, we can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you very much. I'm excited to to move to do something again because this has been so much fun to share. And you know, thanks like for you know talking to me about this. And I yeah, I hope everyone over in Columbus just checks it out. Yep. Thanks a lot, Mark. We appreciate you yeah. taking the time to be with the film coterie. Oh, this is great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. Take care. <laughs>